I'm Shauna Ray. And I'm Leah Hunt. And this is Kitchen Confessionals. Well, uh, it is getting warmer here in Canada. We are mm-hmm. approaching the summer months. We are where we live. We are still in lockdown. And we're approaching the very first long weekend of the summer season. And we are pretty excited, except for the fact that we can't really go anywhere. All the the campgrounds are closed uh, and everything else. We're we're literally in lockdown. Um, Essential -hmm. essential businesses only are allowed to be open. So Mm -hmm. we are, um, you know. We, we have a long weekend, but not a lot to do. So we thought we would reminisce about mm-hmm. the times when we could go camping and what that meant to us when we were younger um, in our families and then um, as it evolved as we became adults. So do you want to go first, Leah, or would you like me to go first? Yeah, I do, because I, I want to be really clear that, you know, May 2-4 here in Canada, at least in Ontario, is is traditionally associated with camping. Going camping for the May 2-4 long weekend is a thing. And traditionally, or as, as lore would have it, traditionally the weather sucks on May 2-4. So most people that go camping on May 2-4 it's cold or rains. I think sometimes it fucking snows. Like who knows? <clears throat> it's always bad just, weather. Like there's at least yeah, one it's bad never day. Nice. Yeah. 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 And I just want to be really clear that even if we could go camping, if we weren't in lockdown, I don't want to go. I don't like camping. You so. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so, kidding. Just kidding. So, that said, <laughs> I I was giving some thought. Like I'm a I'm a firm like no thank you. I don't sleep on the earth. Um, I enjoy nature, but not like that. Um, but as we began to prep for this episode, I of course started to actually stop reacting and you know and actually thinking about it so i mean i actually have more camping experience than i like to admit wow so i'm impressed yeah so so when i was a a young girl i had the opportunity to go away to like a sleepaway camp up in the coarthas which is near peterborough north of toronto uh, north and east of toronto i guess in ontario and and <laughs> and um, when I was, I'm going to say like 14-ish, I went for a two-week uh, stint, two or three weeks. It was, it, was, it was a while. And one of the weeks we spent in Algonquin Park. Wow. Uh, legit. I've never been. Like canoe, portage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to, you wore your bathing suit and your wet shoes and your wet shorts and t-shirt during the day. And then you had a set of dry clothes you changed into at night. And then the next, and you prayed to Christ that, you know, like your socks were going to be dry in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that what, like that was legit camping so in you, my mind. Your parents Hard took you. Or, was it just you and your parents? No, like your family no, and your, it was, a bunch no, of it was you. me and like seven other like 14 year old girls and the two so one was a camp counselor and 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 both of them were trained in like outdoor pursuits and and whatever right so like in case we i don't know broke our leg or something yeah um but but the week we you, you spent the week before preparing so you learned how to like bear proof and 
cook over an open fire. Like all like this. You legit learned all this stuff. Over- I learned all of it, Shauna. How and did I did you not like it. So I do remember enjoying it. Okay. I do. As a child, like I do. I have fond memories. I re- it was the first time I ever saw a moose. I had a canoe on my head because you had to be able to solo portage, right? So wow. I had the canoe on my head. And I remember getting to a point and I was like, I was just exhausted. And, and the black flies and the mosquitoes would get up under the canoe and you can't swat them away because you got a boat on yeah. your fucking head. Oh, yeah. And I remember um, they taught us to find a tree that you could like, like, ha- like that had a Y in it so that you could jam the boat in it, yep. like on like a teepee type mm-hmm. thing so that you get out from under it. And I was so exhausted and I was swearing. <laughs> and I jammed the and I got out from under the canoe because I was so frustrated with all the bugs and I'm swatting the bugs away. I'm swatting the bugs away. And I look over and literally a hundred yards away there's this fucking bull moose. And I was like And you were Whoa. all alone? Well, I mean, I was all alone on the trail. Like I couldn't see anybody okay, else. And it. I just literally went Okay. Uh, hey, bud. Um, and I just got right back under my boat and I kept walking. And I was wow. just like, yeah, so I have like these really distinct memories from, excuse me, from that trip. But my experience growing up, like, but I never, like my family didn't camp. Um, like we never went on a family camping trip. We didn't own camping shit. We didn't have a tent as far as I'm aware. Um, we did go to cottages mm-hmm. that, yeah, that cottage. And so that was one thing that I'm curious about for the, you know, the hardcore campers like you and Dan and, you know, all the other people out there. It, like in my mind, that's different. So when I say I don't like camping, I mean, I don't want to sleep on the ground. Cottage, nature, be by water, sign me the fuck up. But sleep on the ground in a piece of like no no thank you i'm i i work really hard and i'm gonna i'm gonna be indoors if that's at all possible you work really hard and you're gonna be what did you say at the end indoors oh indoors indoors. okay yeah i don't want to i don't want to like dig a poop hole and i don't who I just don't want to dig a poop like hole. I, Who would do that? I don't do that. Where do you put your poop when you camp? Don't but, you have to dig a hole? No. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't go off the grid camping. I mean, I I've never done that. I mean, okay. So there's still outhouses. For, here's a question for the community. Here's a question for the community. Question number one. I'm fucking writing this shit down because I have a lot of questions about camping. Because when I was in Algonquin Park, there were these things called thunder boxes. And mm-hmm. so you poop in the thunderbox and then it will close. So, but if you go like hardcore camping, like not to a KOA or like a campsite or whatever, where do you poop? What, how does that work? A lot of people, well, there's at, even at a KOA campground, there's bathrooms. There's bathrooms yeah, no, to go to. Yeah. You know what I okay. mean? Like you'd at have to go really off the grid. Like, I mean, now Algonquin, you know, when you're mm-hmm. portaging, what'd you do when you were kids? Do you well, so there, there were, <laughs> so there were outhouses called thunder. Well, they were called thunder boxes, which okay. is basically like just a, a box built over a hole, right? Like an outhouse, but it didn't have a door on it. You, it just had a lid. And so you, you had to sit on top of the yeah. box 
and just be like, if somebody comes along, they're just going to see me having to poop. Um, and then they're called thunder boxes because then you would Shut slam the lid and it sounded like thunder, right? Because yeah. obviously they were super heavy lids so that stuff couldn't get in it. it. Well, yeah, and bugs, yeah, right? And, Makes yeah. sense. But if animals, yeah, yeah, but if there was not a thunder box nearby, and you know, you were prairie dogging it. You dug a hole. But did you ever do that when you were like young? Like in, in well, I mean young, sorry. I mean high school or whatever, where you kind of squatted by the side of the road. Like, I mean, you had to have done that when you were a kid or like in a ditch or whatever. A hundred percent. On a long trip. So, yeah. You know. For a peep, for a peeps, yes. I. You probably did. You just don't remember or you blocked it out. Probably. Yeah, yeah, because we don't, we girls don't like to think about that. But anyway, no, that's true. But I can pee in a at a bush party like with the best of them. Right, like, I can I be like that. ten beers, ten beers deep. I'm fine. Like, yeah, no peeing. I don't know. Yeah. So why am I so freaked out about camping when, like, yeah, I lived at, you know, bush parties or whatever. <laughs> All sorts of shit happened in the weeds, you know. Yeah, and well, that's what I mean. And if you grew up yeah. in a small no, town, right. you went to lots of those things, right? Sure, shit did. Exactly. Sure did. Sure did. All right. So I'm so I'm kind of anti-camper based on, but I think part of it was just my childhood experience was so limited. And then in high school, it was like camping was really just code for sleep Party. and win. Yeah. It was just a way to like be like, oh, we're going camping for the weekend, a.k.a. having a bush party and sleeping overnight at said bush party. Like it was just like that's kind of what it was for me growing up. But you are a camper you 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 continue to be in life a camper so i'm interested to know were you like did you camp with your brothers like was this a family thing um, when you were growing up? so my dad so i think i'm not sure if i've mentioned this before i think i have my dad um entered uh talent contests because he was a country music singer and he he <sighs> cut a record he cut a record like a 45 and Yes. And so we would get dragged to those kind of competitions on the weekends, and it was cheaper to stay at a campground, a campground. Um, than actually, you know, staying in a hotel. Uh, same thing. My dad actually also competed. He did um, skeet, not skeet shooting, target shooting. He was a member of an anglers club, and like a gun and anglers club. And so cool. he, we would, you know, go to these different towns um, and you know, fishing, camping, all of that stuff kind of goes together. Mm. And they, both my parents, they met in a really small town in um, the Ottawa Valley at a swimming hole, believe it or not. Uh, when my mom was 18 and my dad was 20. Um, wow. And they, uh, you know, anyway, it was very um, outdoorsy. Uh, my okay. mom played baseball. She was a competitive provincial champion or whatever. So they were always outdoors and doing stuff, playing okay. sports, you know, that kind of thing. And and that's the way we grew up. Like my, my dad would play catch with us outside and he would build us snow mountains in the wintertime and an ice rink and, you know, things like that. So we, we looked forward to it, I guess. And mm -hmm. I don't remember having any kind of traumatic experiences i do remember going as kids to this wildwood conservation area near okay. stratford and it still exists i drive by it when i go to stratford all the time and have fond memories 
But that's where we would go camping and and we would also get together with my dad's family. My dad is the oldest of seven brothers and sisters. So mm. many of them actually lived in the area. So we'd all get together with the cousins and the uncles and the aunts. And a lot of the, the, like, the guys played guitar. The women, yeah. the women played tambourine. And si- my mom sang. And, and a lot of the, um, like wow. my aunts and, 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 you know, like the, my uncle's wives, uh, yeah. would sing harmony and stuff. And, you know, they'd sing old tunes and, and we kids would have the spoons and we'd be doing the spoons on our knee, you know, and that's how I, I learned to do it. I, I don't have spoons with me or I would even play them right now because I love doing that, especially <laughs> when I'm drunk. Um, it's a, <laughs> it's a drinking Hang trick. On, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> so maybe I'll do a little video about me. Dan can, uh, can uh, record me playing the spoons because I love yeah, this feels, doing yeah, that. Yeah, this feels like a photos or it didn't photos or it didn't, it didn't happen. Prove it. Prove it. So that's my experience with family. Uh, I do remember we were camping, but we went to Bracebridge. We drove, and I remember we had to stay at this hotel. It was we, we were going to see Santa's Village. That was the big thing. We wanted to see Santa's yep, Village. Still is in Bracebridge, and we had to stay at this flea bitten hotel. Uh, the no, you know, no tell motel. No tell motel. And my dad and mom slept on the floor so that we could sleep in the bed because there was only one Aww. little bed, and it was really cold. Anyway, I, I remember that that memory sticks out in in my brain. But we were always outdoors. Um, so camping and campsites, and I love the smell of a campfire. It it just makes me feel in tune with nature. I love yeah. walking trails. The Pinery Provincial Park here in Ontario is my happy Beautiful. place. It is yeah. my favorite place in the whole world. I love Lake Huron. Um, I hope to retire there someday, maybe tomorrow. That would be <laughs> ideal. Depending if, if on that's how my possible. 9 o'clock meeting goes. <laughs> exactly. Um, so uh, if anybody's sailing a trailer, please get in touch. Uh <laughs> <laughs> or a piece of property in Lake Huron. That's right. Um, the, I remember going to that Wildwood Conservation Area, though, meeting my friends in high school, what you were talking about with the bush, mm. the bush parties, et cetera. Yeah. A long weekend, you know, none of my friends had a car. So when you're 15 and all your friends are camping, you take a cab. <laughs> so we all pitched in and took a cab from Stratford to the Wildwood Conservation Area. Yeah, I remember doing that thinking, how could I ever afford that? I must have been working at the time. I must have had, I started having a part-time job when I was 15. I started working at the donut mill. We had this conversation yeah, before. Yeah, we're so familiar I had with money. the donut mill. I had money in my pocket. Okay. And I just remember walking around. And that was before they banned alcohol. Open drinking. On the, yeah, yeah, you could walk around. Yeah, But people got kicked out. Eat, like easily they would clear out the high schoolers in the first night right on the yeah. Friday night people would get kicked out for mm-hmm. throwing shit on the fire or like <laughs> smoking dope or exactly yeah. all those Super things strong. and I remember falling asleep sitting up and you know just passing out I remember trying to go out in the water drunk and like just mm-hmm. and you're right it it at that time it was a party time it was a yeah. like such a it was 
it was a rite of passage as a Canadian, Ontarian, young person from a small town, you went camping for the long weekend. That's just what you did. If you could, yeah. if there was a, a spot that you could get to, um, yeah. a bunch of us would all go and, you know, you'd go to a, either a group campsite or you'd get a bunch of campsites together. Of course, they yeah. wouldn't let young people be in the family section. They had it sectioned no. off. Yeah. So it was so much fun, though. I just love the smell of being outside. I do remember putting my feet near the campfire and burning the rubber on the bottom of my shoes because I felt happened asleep. to everybody. You think it's happened to everybody? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, that feels to me like something. <clears throat> excuse me. That feels to me like something that has happened to me potentially in my adulthood because that, like that idea <laughs> of falling asleep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. My husband has this great meme on you saved it to our phone every once in a while he trips across a real gem and it's like how to fall asleep in a chair, you know, and it's like step one, be old, step two, sit down. Like it's like <laughs> it's just and that's and and I I have memories as as a like as an adult buddy quotes, right? A grown up technically sitting around a fire and and I think I have really fond memories about the smell of a campfire, the sound of a campfire. Um, there's mm -hmm. something about a campfire where secrets get told. Yeah, Truths absolutely. get told. And I think that, you know, that's what I, I will always love about a, 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 a fire and sort of that gathering and circle. There's something that happens. And, um, and yes, I think the, the, falling asleep aka <laughs> we're all out of wine and i'm not getting up and um and falling asleep by the campfire is something i can i can identify with just maybe not as a young adult but or a young person but definitely now yeah i yeah. love the singing I love the too i love it if somebody mm -hmm. brings a guitar or people just start singing i mean especially if you have kids around and yeah. and everybody like you sing a song like Country Road or something like that that oh everybody God. knows the words and yeah and and then people sing harmony and or you know American Pie or one of those songs yeah. right where everybody yeah. just chimes in and it's just so freeing and you're out underneath the stars and there's this campfire and the smell of it and and yeah. then you go home and you put the clothes in the laundry or whatever and you can still smell the campfire and all the clothes and in your hair and everything <laughs> i love it i love it so much <laughs> so I, I have to so i have to tell this story because uh -oh. we <clears throat> we we are very very fortunate in that we have a lot of family and friends who have cottages and we are big cottagers if we can get to a cottage and be by the water we will do yeah. anything we can to do it and right. um and a few years ago it was probably three years ago yeah three years ago now i think um we took up our friend who has a beautiful old uh cabin that he, they you know he's done up a little bit but it's pretty rustic but it's on a big, beautiful property on Opinicon Lake, which is near Kingston, Ontario. But yep. it's on this huge, like, it's huge, big property. And so it's 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 gorgeous. Anyways, the week that we were there, it was the first week of October. And so it was late in the, right? Like, we were there. Anyways, it was 
it was cold, like, and, and we had to have a fire going inside and, and, and then we kept a campfire going outside all the time just to keep the cabin warm. So on the second last day that we were there, I decided to take the kids into Kingston to kind of just, you know, have a bit of a break and, uh, from the the cottage and we went and did the Kingston penitentiary tour. Mm, Awesome. So good. Which I can't, which I cannot recommend enough. Yeah. So it's my br- mom used to live near there. Oh, really? Yeah. And a beautiful area of Kingston too. Lovely pub there. Anyways, we made it a whole day thing, right? To mm-hmm. get away from the from the cabin for for an afternoon. I think we might have been getting on Tim's nerves because we left him behind or something. Anyway, so it was me and the kids. And as we're like checking in and going through, all these people kept saying, "Do you smell something burning?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, it's us." <laughs> Because we smell all three of us so badly of campfire. Because awesome. And but it was like literally people could smell, and they were like so cool. And and eventually I did sort of say, so it's us. I'm like we've been in a cabin for a week, and I've been wearing this sweater for three days. I'd and be so, so proud. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I'd be totally proud. I mean, well, so me know. and the kids had a good little snicker about it because every time somebody mentioned it, I just look at Simon and be like, "It's us," you know, like we're the campfire. We're we're burning. We smell like burning. Anyways, but uh, so I have two stories about um, modern day, if I can, okay. if if you will indulge me. Um, so one of the first, I think it was the first time Dan and I went camping together. Um, we got a tent and we got, uh, <laughs> you know, the air mattresses that, n- I don't know. That, does anybody buy an air mattress that <laughs> hasn't got a hole in it? I mean, we have bought so many since this time. And every fucking time there is a hole in the air mattress, it never lasts longer than two days. Never, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. And I'm sure that there are people that are really good at patching up those fucking holes, but it ain't going to be me. I can tell but you. How do you find it? So you got to put it in water. You got to put it in a tub. I'm already bored. Oh, I'm already- any, well, yeah. Anyway, I'm not in a big hurry to do, but you, I mean, it's such a pain in the ass to do it when you're out camp. Anyway. So yeah, of course. So what happened was Lola was with us, the dog, and I could hear howling outside and i mean like it was a pack of wolves no it was a pack of wolves and i was so scared that it'd be you know and lola's in the in the um tent with us and i at first i thought it was just one but then you could hear them all like you know like a, a whole pack of them and it was then that the that the that the air mattress just went I'm not shitting you. Yeah, and it was about, I want to say, 3, 3.30 in the morning. Oh, and um, so, you know what we did? We packed up, and this was Dan's idea. God love him. Mm-hmm. He said, let's pack up, and let's go down to the beach and watch the sunrise, and then we'll go home. And so that's what we did. I know, I know. Um, but it was. And so that nice picture... Move, that picture, though, was from and and he took a work call when we were at the campground, and I was like, "Dude, this is supposed to be a break. 
I don't want you taking yeah. work calls because yeah. it was it was early on, and and you know we have since kind of gotten to the point where it's rare. It has to be an emergency to yeah. take those kind of calls when we're away. Um, and then one when we were at Alora Gorge, when I okay. was Beautiful in my spot. mid to late twenties, um, we would go group camping. And mm-hmm. there would be 20 of us that would go. Um, you know, it, some years it would be different. Everybody would be That's invited. A big but group. Yeah, it really was. And, and so one person would, would take care of getting the inner tubes uh, from like a tire place. Yes. And then they would get there early with a, with a truck, like a flatbed, mm-hmm. and just blow them up. Just blow them up. And everybody would set up their tents and everybody. And um, Harry and Michelle, um, Michelle's been listening to our podcast. So hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Michelle. Michelle and Harry had the cooking tent, but it had these markers on it. Like literally it had numbers on it and there and masking tape around them so that they could figure out how to put it together because it was so old. It was like an old <laughs> cooking tent. It was like an old military tent, I think. Anyway, it was awesome because every year it would be like putting a puzzle together, putting that, and, and that was the th- first thing that we would put up because we could sit in there if it rained yeah, and play cards and all that stuff. Yeah, because it was big. Yes, yeah. and so the first and only time I ever went down the gorge on the inner tube I don't, it, so the gorge is very high. You can't get out. So once you're in it, you have to go down the river, down yeah. the rapids. You, yeah, like, you can't bail halfway you through. You cannot no. get out. No, and you're in, you're in what, well, it, there's a reason it's called the fucking gorge. Yeah. And, and at this time, now you have to sign a waiver that you're not going to sue the place, like the, the yes. conservation area yes. or the campground or whatever it is. And there was no waivers then. And, and I can't remember. I can't remember if anybody, if it, if it was mandatory even to wear helmets at that time. It is now, obviously. But mm. um, <laughs> so when I started, you start at this big, really big rapid. And this really big rapid made my inner tube completely deflate. So, and the, and the water was pretty high. So Michelle was near me and Michelle said, why don't we, well, come on, come on my inner tube. Come on my inner tube. So we shared an inner tube. And then there was, I can't remember who the other person was, but someone else, it was a dude, helped us. Mm. But I mean, we had to go down together in the same inner tube down the fucking rapids of Alora Gorge. And that was the fucking last time I ever did that. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. but I mean, it was still fun because I would be the person that would say, okay guys, see you later. And then I'd drive the truck to the end and pick them all up at the end. And, uh, and, and okay. you were just like leave the ground towels crew. there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, I'd probably drink too, yeah. you know, <laughs> while they were away. Why not? Um, and anyway, it was also always a really fun time. A lot of Harry played the guitar and lots of music, lots of hiking, lots of mm. fun times, like just so much laughing, laughing, laughing until your stomach hurt. Right. And then, yeah. and then so tired because you've been walking and hiking and doing stuff all day that you just pass out at night. You're so tired. 
Um, mm-hmm. And, um, oh, I forgot about the, sorry, I, I, I'm going on and on. But the, I just want to say one th- more thing about Dan and the snoring. So we went to the, <laughs> went to the UK to visit my brother and he picked us up right from the plane like right from the airport and drove us right to this festival this outdoor festival music festival Mm -hmm. and they were camping there it was fucking lashing down rain there was no bottom to the tent and we hadn't slept in you know we we flew overnight right and then we tried to stay up as late as we can you know yeah you know that's how you got to do it right that's how you got to do it and and the kids were giggling in the morning because Dan was snoring so loudly they could hear him in the other tent. And they were thinking that everyone in the campground could hear him because he was snoring so loudly. That's but it's crazy. just because he was so tired. I, I, well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's only that's Yeah, I'm reason. sure that's what it was. Just so much fun. You, you made me think of, um, so my husband grew up with two parents who were teachers and, and my father-in-law is actually an outdoor pursuits teacher. And wow, so, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Super. Yeah. Sister-in-law There's a whole too. other episode. Super cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My sister-in-law is also, she, she has awesome. something called forest school. They do the that's, same thing. That's it's crazy. Cool. Yeah. So, um, Needless to say, they had their summers off. And so the most economical way to spend the summer traveling and they would put their two kids and Gemma, the dog in the car with a military like tent like that I've seen once. I remember my mother in law. So, mom, if you're listening to this episode, send me a photo of the like the tent that this poor woman had to like they put up every day and and they cooked in it and slept in it and all this sort of stuff and they like they lived in it anyways but they traveled all over europe and it's it's i i constantly think about that and just sort of go oh man they're better parents than i am i would never it's a lot of work it's it's a i can't you have to love it like you have to absolutely love it to do it because it is so much work. I remember you saying before, like, oh, well, this is a real pain in the ass when you're camping. Everything's a pain in the ass when you're camping. Everything. If it rains, it's a pain in the ass. If it gets wet, it's pain in the ass. If things leaking, pain in the ass. Like everything's so you genuinely have to love the you know, you got to love the campfire enough. You got to love the woods enough. You got to love the people you're with enough. Yeah, definitely. Offset because it is a ton of work. I don't mind the rain either. So for all the campers out there, all the people who are making those memories for their kids. And so I always swore to Tim, I'm not camp. I don't camp. You married the wrong girl. Mm-mm. I'm not a camper. We can go to cottages. We can go to cabins. We can do whatever. I'm not camping. I'm not camping. I'm not camping. Enter Fiona. All she wanted for her quarantine birthday. Last her year. first quarantine birthday last year. Yeah. On a family camp out in the backyard. Wow. What kind of a monster is going to say no to that, Shauna? Not even me. So, um, we we slept in the backyard. It was it was cold as balls. <laughs> it was crazy cold. 
Um, but of course we were sort of, you know, I took a lamp out there and I had my wine (laughs) in a thermos. Glamping. Yeah. Um, with your but yeti. I remember she loved yeah, she loved it and, and she is uh she goes I mean she hasn't been in a while because of the pandemic, obviously, but Camp Uchigeus and Camp Camp Trillium are really important uh charities. So if anybody out there is looking for a charity to donate to, please put them at the top of your list. They're is they're it camp um, for magical and amazing people. Yeah, it okay. is. It's for and and I think I think what I love about it is that they they describe themselves as they're the social cure for cancer because, Lovely. you know, they, they really keep children, children. And, and the people that like, God, there's a special place in heaven uh, for the people that work with kids um, navigating and even working with parents and dealing with people like me you know oh, god bless them so <laughs> i think she's really caught that like she caught bug. that bug yeah so that she got that from her dad and and her her granddaddy and stuff she's definitely got that outdoor bug she wants to be outside she loves well i mean she's musical she sings she you know all yeah. those sorts of things like she's just so she's going to be our little camper and i will forever be a cottager and i will forever worship um water and being near it um can and i ask you something noise mm-hmm. what switched from when you were a kid when you liked it to you not liking it as an adult well, I, I became the mom that was in charge of all of it. Sucks. <laughs> it's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent what it's happened. It's because of the work involved. hundred percent. But it doesn't have to be perfect. That's the beauty of camping. Yeah, but even... I don't... Okay, so you're right. You're a hundred percent right. And I'm sure that I overdo right? Very on brand for Leah Hunt. But <laughs> even just the logistics of like, when you're the, okay, I'm I'm going to make a blanket. When you're the mom and everybody out there, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not saying that my husband doesn't do anything. I'm just saying whether it's a camping mm-hmm. trip or a beach vacation or going to a cottage or whatever. And half of it is because it defaults to me, but half of it is because I'm the control. I'm going to remember to bring the dish towel and the soap and the extra pair of underwear and the warm socks and the cool socks and the closed toe shoes and the open toe shoes and the water shoes and the water wings and the life jacket and the fishing and the this and the that. Like, but don't you have to do that at a cottage? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> and that would be a good point, except when I get to the cottage, I don't know. I just take all that shit inside the cottage. I don't have to build a cottage first. Got it. Okay. And if it ra- and if it rains or there's a thunderstorm, I love a thunderstorm at a cottage. I actually actively hope for at least one good storm when I'm at the cottage because I love like the noise and the I love being out in the wilderness and uh, and covered though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because in a tent, dry it's as, not as yeah. fun. <laughs> no, I don't like. I don't. I don't want to sleep on the earth, and I don't want to be wet against my will. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I, I don't. So don't, don't throw want, Leah in the water. Don't, don't throw don't Leah in the pool. Don't squirt me with the hose. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
don't throw water balloons at me. <laughs> not push me in the pool. It's not safe. Um, no, I I love swimming in the lake. I love. You love the outdoors. I love the outdoors. I love yeah. being at the car. Like, and I can, I can, I'm, I can think of, there's a few very special places and they're special, not just because they're in nature and because they are cut. And, and this, so this is what I appreciate about it now. When I go to Outlook or when I go to North Bay or when I go up to Algonquin, all those sorts of things, like I unplug, like yeah. I turn my phone off. Yeah. As I'm sort of like, no TV. Who could possibly? All the people that need me are are within an arm's reach of me inside this cabin. Nobody else needs to get a hold of me. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Everybody needs some, and uh, and that's what I love and appreciated about it more and more as I get older. And I and I I long for that. And there's something about being near the water. There is just like something about water that is. It it re-energizes me. Yeah, like I feel very open and creative and part of the earth and part of a, a larger presence and a larger purpose. Yeah, around water and outside. In general. And maybe yeah, and maybe you know, maybe we need camping and being outdoors and all this now more than ever, uh, right? And I mean. That's why it's so good. many people are out walking. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. It's the it's the thing that's accessible and good for uh, good for your for your mental health. So, yeah. I and I mean, so I know we've we're going to kind of probably wrap it up a little bit and I think that, you know, on that note, I know we've been talking a little bit about this month being Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we're going to go next um, is to, to dig into that a little bit. I think we have some unique perspectives based on our backgrounds, but also just where we're at a year and a little bit into this pandemic. And Mm -hmm. uh, I know I've been writing a little bit about it and we've started thinking about it. And, and I think, I think that's where we're going to go next. But until then, I mean, you know, pitch your tent wherever you want. Right. Well, we'd we'd love to, we'd love to hear where you do. I want to hear where have you, Pitched your tent. <laughs> well, and your funny stories about oh, packing wow. up your kids, uh, like Leah says, and, and I'm sure many of you have decided to go the cottage route, but if you are still camping or have funny stories from your kids or teenagers or you have funny stories about us, please <laughs> feel free to share them. We're open. Um, you know, just, yeah, nothing can't think of anything but i'm sure there's something terrible yeah, that i did say nothing career limiting but i'm sort of like we probably career? started this podcasting <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. career. so we um the ways you can get hold of us are uh kitchen confessionals contact at gmail.com facebook instagram twitter you can get hold of leah at leahhunt.com I'm at shaunaray.com. And I think, um, as Leah said, we're going to leave it there for now. And we will pick it up and talk about mental health next time. So bye for now. Bye.